Yeah. Uh, hi. How's it going? I don't know. I think we're both in fear right now for whatever reason. <laughs> Save us. <laughs> so, JD, you got a question for you. Okay. Yeah. Why haven't you ever seen an elephant hide in a tree? I've never. How? <laughs> They're really good at it. Oh, Eric. No. <laughs> Why do elephants paint their balls red? Why do elephants paint their balls red? Yes. Uh, yeah, this is going to pain me, but why? So they can hide in cherry trees. Both of you. Get out. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> What's the loudest sound in the Sahara? Me screaming for help. That song from The Lion King? <laughs> Giraffes eating cherries. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, please help. Activate Check. I'm ready. Third go. Mm. Oh, I got mm. cherry caught in my throat. <laughs> <laughs> That's that fine Colombian coffee cherry. Yeah, right? <laughs> hey, everyone, I'm Joe. I'm Eric. I'm James, JD, the third? I don't know anymore. The cherry picker. <laughs> Too many cherries. Yeah, right? <laughs> you get some of those cherry pits? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so, yeah. How y'all doing? I'm doing good. Okay. Almost didn't go into work today. Oh. Just oh. because I didn't want to. Living the dream, man. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So there wasn't any other reason besides just not wanting to go. Right. Must be nice. I, I went. <laughs> <laughs> Begrudgingly, you went. Yes. But, yeah. So, other than that, how was your all's week? I got a new laptop. You did, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> it runs Windows Vista. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> It'll implode as soon as you connect it to the internet. Exactly. <laughs> I, I can I can't hear our audience, but I guarantee you, whoever's listening was it was very cringeworthy for them to hear you say that. <laughs> like just saying, "Hey, it runs Windows," but you're like, Ugh. like people just feel bad for you. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else besides not wanting to go to work and having a Windows Vista capable computer? No, <laughs> that's about it. Okay. <laughs> As far as I'm concerned, like, I worked. Um, I'm actually also checking up on the new Hulu show that I've been watching about Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee. Um, <laughs> so I got to check out the the most recent fourth episode, and now I have to wait another week until the next episode comes out because Hulu's smart, and that's how they just kind of keep people hooked in. So... Other than that... It's Tiger King all over again. <laughs> Never watched it. <laughs> because... It's Tiger King. Anyways. You should go Truth. watch it. I know. Truth. Truth. I'm, I'm good. What was, what, was the, uh, what was the big news story out of that whole show about uh, like the, the woman that got famous for dumb reasons? I think they Carol actually... Carol Baskin? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I think they actually 
like that was proven whatever happened was false. I think her husband's still alive. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's because that whole show. And this is just, you know, this is what I've been told. I might be wrong, though. Don't quote me on this. Yeah, I, was I just say, saw this article about it. I'm just saying, like, the you know, that whole show was basically dedicated to just bullshit and lies. So, and that's what I was told. I never actually checked it out myself, so I can't really talk a lot of shit, but... Anyways, Mr. Third, what about you? Oh, gosh. So, I got a new computer. <laughs> it's a new computer. <laughs> yeah, I picked it out for you. <laughs> yes, you helped me out greatly in finding it because I was searching for just the right specifics, and he found the one last thing I could I needed to find like for the perfect laptop. Uh, I can tell you right now, it runs. I tried out Cyberpunk both earlier today. And last night I had it and tried to see, you know do like the benchmark for it just to see how it would play. Runs on max settings for a laptop. Max settings? Yeah, like the highest settings you can go in. Oh, game. max! I thought you said Mac. Then it wouldn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty legitimate. <laughs> <laughs> but no, other than that, just hanging playing, out, relaxing, playing games, playing with yourself. No. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he did it so much he had to repeat it three times. Right. Because yeah. he is the third. Exactly. Yeah. I said yeah. that three times, didn't I? Yeah. You did, yes. <laughs> topical. <laughs> Are you talking about topical cream? Ew. Oh. <laughs> uh. So anyway. <laughs> This episode was brought to you by Audible. With more than 400,000 audiobooks, there's always something to listen to. While at work, it's nice to have a good book to help let the time pass by. This week, I'm still listening to the Darth Bane trilogy. I just got to the last book, Dynasty of Evil. These books were written by Drew Carpishin, hopefully I got that right, and narrated by Jonathan Davis. Audible has a great selection of podcasts, theatrical performances, A-list comedy, audiobooks, and Audible originals you won't find anywhere else. So start your 30-day trial and get your first audiobook for free by going to audibletrials.com slash genx. Thanks, Thanks, Audible. Audible. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) We're in unison. Right. So It's almost like playing a tabletop. (laughs) I I started the whole streaming corner thing in these news articles, and I was expecting it to be like, it's not going to, you know, it's going to be like two or three things a week. But it it consumes our whole episode now. It's really starting to take over. Yes. (laughs) Hey, Eric, you got the first thing on this list. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, I think as as we were growing up, I think we all checked out this show when it originally came on. So, with that being said, we have more news on X-Men 97. Woohoo. X-Men 97 will pick up from the X-Men animated series uh, cliffhanger ending and will reportedly consist of 10 episodes premiering in the mid-2023 uh, on Disney+. Plus. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was a very cliffhanger type of ending. Yeah. But it was one of the best animated series, hands down. Oh yeah. When it definitely. came out and everything. Mm-hmm. So I'm really glad that it's getting kind of a revival. But the show will aim to recreate the style of the original '90s Saturday morning cartoon, with many of the show's original voice actors returning to reprise their roles. That's so, awesome. Da-na-na-na-na-na. 
I don't know why the third. I don't know why the third sounds like like if I've ever wanted to hear Peter Griffin like jamming out to a guitar. Exactly. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. It's like wait, we're cross contaminated. Hey, something. Lois, Wolverine. <laughs> <laughs> Which I heard they actually like they got Wolverine's voice actor back. I know that for sure. I don't know the whole list, but. I'm kind of excited to see what all they do with it. Well, I mean, as far as Wolverine was concerned in the, in the animated series and everything, you really didn't need... And, again, don't get me wrong. I'm not dissing the voice actor that played Wolverine because, again, that was my childhood. I don't know what but, you're talking about, Bub. Exactly, <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you just get somebody that, like, you know, smoked for 30 years of their life or whatever, and there you, you got Wolverine. <laughs> so, I mean, you know. Uh, Gambit was always my favorite. He was, yes. Yeah. Gambit will definitely be tattooed on me. Eventually, oh, on my arm of childhood, you know, my yeah. nostalgia arm that I'm getting worked on, uh, or getting work put on, um, I do have a, a gambit idea for a tattoo. So, but yes, I really enjoyed his character. But I always, when the X Men movies started coming out, I kind of wished that they would have kind of went with the storyline of him and Rogue. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they never did. So I do actually. I did find the plot uh, where it left off. Apparently, uh huh. So it says, after Charles Xavier was gravely injured by Henry Peter, is that Gerinch? Gyrich? Gyrich? It looks as though the classic X-Men mentor might not make it. Thankfully, Empress Liliandra arrived to take the wounded Professor X into space to be cured by the Shi'ar Empire. Uh Uh-huh. That's a lot. (laughs) I mean, that was one of the biggest (laughs) storylines in the comics were. Yeah. So I mean, it sounds interesting. I hope it, you know, I'm hoping it goes really well. Oh yeah, <laughs> and like you said, um, or the the actual news article said, a lot of the same voice actors are coming back. They had a lot of different characters in that animated series. Yeah, you know, you had the main X Men, you know, Beast, Storm, um, Jubilee, even right. had. She had a big role at the in the did. very beginning. And a lot of people don't remember that, like, that watch the show, they'll probably remember it, but there was a character that was Logan, Wolverine's best friend, named Morph. Huh. He was the only one that actually, I want to say, he was taken over by Mr. Sinister, one of the main villains, but Morph did not make it. It was one of the first casualties in an animated cartoon. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know if that's going to be a big enough case to be made but you have all of you know your main x-men stays you know gene gray professor x um cyclops beast wolverine gambit you know it's just going to be overall just i really want to i'm looking forward to it and i really hope that it actually comes back strong and it's not you know like with most shows that come out they you know that are reprised some don't make it i kind of hope the x-men 97 show actually makes it Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right but, that being said, if they were to actually get rid of it, I mean, they might hack it. And slash it? Yeah. Maybe chainsaw it? I don't know, maybe. Be a real massacre. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I was trying to be punny, but you just took the cake. Wow. The new Texas Chainsaw Massacre to release on Netflix. And I've been actually seeing a lot of people uh, share the news article on social sites. Yes. So a lot of people are looking forward to the next Texas Chainsaw Massacre installment. The plot of the new movie in the series is kind of going the route of the newer Halloween movies and continuing where the original 1974 movie left off. 
Now, the things that I don't really enjoy, the fact that um, Gunnar Hansen, the guy that originally played Leatherface in the original 74 version, mm-hmm. no longer with us. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, the original director, Toby Hooper. Not with us anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. So they, I mean, there's been a lot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies that have come out and have fallen very flat. You know, they, they had this great idea of making it extreme. Like, there's a lot of hardcore horror fans that are big fans of Leatherface and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series. But then once they get that new movie and they watch it, it kind of just flops. Mm-hmm. So I'm really hoping the new one actually does kind of go back because a lot of the movies that have come out didn't really follow the 74 movie at all. Mm-mm. But the plot follows Melody, her sister Lila, yeah. Lila, Lila, and their friends Dante and Roof travel to Harlow. Harlow, Texas. Yep, They are all focused on opening up a new business together and not exactly learning about their new town. None of them realize how much danger they're in when they wander into Leatherface's home, where his hidden, he's hidden himself away. They'll meet a revengeful Sally, Hardesty, who is the sole survivor of Leatherface, Leatherface's infamous 1973 massacre. Okay, okay. The trailer dropped earlier this month and releases on Netflix February 18th. So I will be yeah. sitting there, possibly, possibly calling into work. And sitting there and watching this show. You'll watch it at work. <laughs> I don't have a lot of uh, social sites activated on my phone. So, yeah, probably I'll wait till I get home to actually check it out on Netflix and everything. No but comment. I do actually, <laughs> I do actually, you know, from reading this, like, I really am intrigued and do want to see what happens. One of the biggest things that the movie franchise and the series have actually done is any group of friends... Because that's usually how they start. That's how all right. horror movies start. Mm-hmm. A group of friends kind of trails into the town that the Hewitts live into. Mm-hmm. Or that they live in. Um, but the one thing that the movies have really kind of tried to follow is the fact that they were cannibalistic. Yes. So they're, if, you know, if I'm, let's say I'm in the Netflix um, show, you know, for Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and I see one meat processing plant... I am literally running <laughs> right over state lines and getting the hell out of there. So one thing I've also noticed with this is they're kind of changing Leatherface's look a little bit. He looks a little grungier looking. Yeah. Uh, but so, this this coming from a character who I mean takes his favorite victim and basically like takes their face off their body yeah. and sews it on his. Yeah. So from what I'm looking like, he's got a new face on <laughs> and going about the day. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, this one, of the, alone. Um, one of the last um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies that came out actually showed that Leatherface actually suffered from a, um, like a skin disorder. Mm-hmm. That's why he has to, well, one, because he's insane, but... It's essentially Leatherface is that that character who functions at a child, like his mind is still the mind of a child. He's just a grown-ass adult mm-hmm. and everything. So he doesn't know, you know, right from wrong. 
you know, his family is extremely strict and everything, but he also had the, the skin, the flesh-eating disorder, which is why he puts on other people's faces. So they might, I don't know, I'm looking at this series to be a good series, but they might actually try to make you have sympathy for the monster. Hmm. Like, he's got a skin-eating, you know, a flesh-eating disorder. Give him your face. It'll <laughs> <laughs> be okay. You can get another one. I, I don't I don't know of, of a plastic surgeon that's going to be like, stop giving your face away. Well, <laughs> so, from a place you can get things easily, Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> well, they do sell everything. Right. But, this is Streaming Corner. So, you know. Ah, <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> right. <laughs> so going from Leatherface mm-hmm. to Amazon's dropping its first trailer for uh, their Lord of the Rings series. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Amazon will show the first teaser trailer for Lord of the Rings, the Ring of Power, during the Super Bowl this weekend. Oh, nice. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. Yeah, the show is aiming to be the most expensive TV series created, hitting $465 million. They better do this right. In my right. <laughs> it's Lord of the Rings. If you've got that much money. <laughs> if you've got that much money and are putting into this big of a franchise. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just I, I cannot get behind a franchise that the entire trilogy was a movie about walking. And it was pretty walking, man. Yeah. It was really good. <laughs> You're a fan. That That's something a fan would say. <laughs> so, The Lord of the Rings, The Ring of uh, Power, will take place during the second age of J.R.R. Tolkien's Middle Earth setting, long before the War of the Rings and the uh, likes of Bilbo Baggins and Frodo Baggins. Okay. Um, the title suggests we'll be... Uh, looking at the events in which the original Ring of Power, uh, the Rings of Power were forged, and the events leading up to Sauron's deception and his creation of the One Master Ring, uh, which uh, we're all pretty familiar with. Yeah, that, yeah. right. Uh, <laughs> nope, no. It's it's one ring, man, to rule them all. Yeah, yeah. You drop it down this uh, this little hole and everything like that. Nothing happens, and you just walk back home. Wow. You are very oversimplifying. <laughs> <laughs> the trees talked in that movie, dude. That's making it as simpl- simplistic as possible. Just go home, smoke, never mind. Yeah, exactly. Um, the show will release on Amazon Prime Video uh, this year on September 2nd. I can't wait for that. Yeah. I can't wait to see Again, I'm going to have to steal, I mean borrow, <laughs> persuade you to let me use your Amazon Prime. I love how he keeps doing that. Don't let Bezos hear you. I was going to say, like, <laughs> for yours, even though I've already sit there and said that I have one too. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and quote one of my favorite directors, Mr. Kevin Smith. Okay. He had a movie that came out, and there was a giant argument in this movie. Okay. Where they said uh, one of the best lines in movie history. He said, there's one trilogy. And ain't it a king? It's of the Jedi. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. So, uh, that argument just completely blew up in, in Mr. Frodo. And, uh, just buy some shoes, guys. Speaking, Seriously. Speaking 
of the Star Wars. Yes. <laughs> Lord of the Rings was round first. Just <laughs> uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi's Star Wars series has got, they got, got their release date announced here. Uh, Disney CEO Bob Chapnick, or Chapnick, announced that their earning call uh, during their earning calls earlier this week that Obi-Wan Kenobi's original series will premiere on May 25th on Disney+, Plus, as well as they dropped a trailer. Or not a trailer, but a poster showing that. Um, we still know really nothing about the series, other than Ewan McGregor is reprising his role of Obi-Wan Kenobi, and the show will be taking place sometime between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope during his exile in Tatooine. Self-exile, really, but... Uh, with the release date announced, hopefully there'll be a trailer releasing soon, I hope. Um, hopefully within probably the next month, I bet you. I mean, well, I mean, all I was going to yeah. say is I'm glad that Ewan McGregor is reprising his role. Because right. as much as that, as that series, as much as those three movies that he took part in caught a lot of flack... Yeah, I want to say that Ewan McGregor was one of the high points. Oh, yes. Yeah. There's actually other rumors to that, too, because there's going to be some flashback stuff. Uh, again, this is still between Revenge and A New Hope. Uh, I know it's probably not going to be like a popular decision, but it's the right decision, I guess. Mm. Uh, Hayden Christensen might come back. Please, actually. no. <laughs> no. He might have gotten better. Well, I'm thinking if it's between Revenge and New Hope, so Qui-Gon's not coming back at all. No. Right. right. Okay. Unless they so, have some uh, Force Ghost talk. Right. <laughs> well, that means Darth Maul wouldn't come back either. Uh, he's yeah. actually... He's actually... He probably wouldn't come back in this series, but he actually does exist in this still. Yeah. <laughs> um, but again, I will point out... On another opposite spectrum of the sci-fi stuff that is coming out recently, Futurama got revived on oh, Hulu. wow. So Hulu has ordered 20 new episodes of the sci-fi animated comedy. And again, on another spectrum, Obi-Wan, you know, Disney Plus, Hulu. <laughs> right. <laughs> so uh, producer David X. Coheen and creator Matt Groin, uh, I think that's his name exactly, Gronig? Groin? I can never say his last name. Groaning. Right. Groaning. 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 Yeah. Groaning. Yeah. yeah. Uh, have signed on to bring its beloved animated series centered around the space delivery crew in the year 3000 back on the air. Original voice members Billy West, Katie Seagal, Tress McNeil, Maurice LaMarche, Lauren Tom, Phil Lamar, and David Herman are all set to reprise their roles. John DiMaggio, who has voiced Bender, is not currently attached. However, producers are hopeful DiMaggio will sign back on with the series. Otherwise, the role will be recast, which a lot of fans mm. are kind of worried about that. Yeah, I uh, can't see anyone else being Bender. Yeah. No one, I mean, he brought the whole trademark, bite my shiny metal ass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, Hulu is shooting for a 2023 premiere date for that. So we'll see how that goes. Maybe they'll drop a trailer. Later this year. <laughs> and we'll probably talk about it then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but now, back to modern day and all the pain. <laughs> oh. uh, Johnny Knoxville suffered brain damage during the filming of the Jackass Forever movie. Uh, if you heard about that. Mm. Um, it, it was pretty brutal. You said you watched that. Yes. I haven't had a chance to yet. <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, I went to the theaters, checked it out. Um, 
since I've been a fan of the series and watched every installment they've had, including the original TV show, um, I was... I'm not going to say that I wanted to see anything in particular, but um, the the first couple of installments that they brought out, uh, I looked at as better. Uh, me and JD were actually talking about this. The There were certain parts in the movie, uh, in Jackass Forever, where they were trying to pull off a trick that the original trick was supposed to be, or prank was supposed to be pulled off 20 years ago. They really emphasize that it's been 20 years, you know, for the cast before Jackass Forever came out. So they were trying to trying to bring back a lot of stuff they'd already tried or attempted. Mm. Um, some of it worked. But as far as what you were saying about the suffered brain damage, yes, there was a lot of, of course, with every single <clears throat> Jackass installment that they brought out in the movies and everything... He had a tagline that he would always start off every movie with. <laughs> Hi, I'm Johnny Knoxville. Welcome to Jackass. Right. Yeah. And then they would have like an opening sequence or whatever. It, nothing. It, it hasn't changed. Um, but yeah, they actually, they brought a lot of the original cast back. And we all know that nobody beats Father Time, so the older you get, the less likely you are to escape injury. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. Which goes into this story. Right. right. So Knoxville was a guest on the Howard Stern Show and talked about how a bull knocked him into the air and left him with not only broken wrist and broken ribs, but also concussion that resulted in a brain hemorrhage. Um, I mean, you, I think if you actually watch the trailer, it shows this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Uh, and by quote, yeah, I got a brain hemorrhage from that. So my cognitive abilities were in steep decline after that hit. No one in my family is happy with the stunts. The bull hit was the worst hit I've ever taken from a bull. Or maybe period. <laughs> I never... That's a sentence. That is a sentence. <laughs> I maybe... I remember taking some tests, the neurosurgeon said. Do you have any trouble paying attention right now? Uh, Knoxville said, yeah, Why? Uh, the neurosurgeon said, because you scored a 17 out of 100. Oh, God. <laughs> and that's on your attention. <laughs> uh, again, he continues on saying, I had to go under all these types of treatments. Uh, a tr- this transcranial magnetic stimulation, which they buzz your head with these magnets for about 30 minutes at a time for like, oh, God, I would say 10 to 12 treatments over a series of two months. And it's supposed to help with depression and help with my cognitive skills. It was a tough one to come back from. I was trying to edit the movie at the same time, so I couldn't sit still. (laughs) Uh, uh, How'd the editing look, Eric? (laughs) Funny enough that one of the... um, I want to... From what I remember, I think that bull hit was one of the last scenes in the movie. Um, But it actually... When the credits started rolling, it started showing um, past... Mm. movies that they had done different stunts in well the one where he gets hit that JD's talking about where he got the brain image from the scene that was right next to it because they kind of you know how you can like sit there and kind of like not really mirror but you can put two different scenes next to each other and kind of like sit there and figure them out from that way it showed the original um, one of the original movies that they did he stood in front of a stable and they released a bunch of bulls his way Oh. And he ended up getting, like, hit straight in the gut and, like, flipped back. So they had both those scenes playing next to each other. Yeah, the brain hemorrhage, the bull that hit him, 
and f- completely flipped him on his head. Oh, God. Way worse. So I totally understand when he's saying it was the worst hit he's ever taken because it was definitely cringeworthy. Like, it may, if you were watching it in the theater or whatever, you, you kind of was like, oh, you know. Jeez. You had, you you really didn't say words. You just felt right. it, you know. Right. I got a point, by the way. He's 50 now. Oh, yeah. So they, Jeez. Yeah. So by probably the filming, he was 49. <laughs> So, yeah, that had to be bad. Um, And he continues on here. I can't take any more hits to the head. No duh. (laughs) Right. My brain was playing, just playing tricks on me. I got really depressed and over-focused on things. I did have to start medication for the first time in my life. It completely turned me around, that and doing therapy. It was really hard recovery from this last injury, but I'm great now. I feel like the healthiest I've ever been. Uh, Knoxville and the Jackass crew are obviously no strangers. The stunt's gone wrong, as we've just said, and the team has racked up medical bills amounting to roughly $24 million. Oh, God. Yep. <laughs> Knoxville, who's confirmed that Jackass Forever, will be his last Jackass movie, and I think a few of the others as well. Mm-hmm. Um, Top the list with an estimated medical bill of $8.66 million as of September wow. last year. <laughs> uh, look on the bright side here. Uh, they can pay that medical bill. <laughs> right. Because uh, it got released on February 4th, Jackass Forever, and has so far gotten $33.6 million in box office. So, good on them. Yeah? <laughs> yeah, I can sit there and say, like, thanks for taking my $10.20. <laughs> I at least helped, you know. I, I I got him a piece of jello in his hospital room. That's kind of <laughs> But so, see the thing the thing about this, real quick, the Jackass crew, one if not the biggest famous person from the Jackass crew is Johnny Knoxville. Yep. Yeah. I just really I just didn't really understand it. Like they're funny. They do some really sick stuff. It kinda made me question why I was a fan of the series when I watched <laughs> the movie, but you know, he is trying to be and has been a legit actor. Mm-hmm. You know, he's starred with people like oh, yeah. The Rock. Mm-hmm. He's, um... I don't know if that makes you a legitimate actor or not, but well, he, was I mean, in a movie, he was in a movie of Schwarzenegger. He was. Yeah. The Last Stand. But, do you really have to get... Like, do you have... Like, I understand that you're a fan of this series and you, you helped start it and got it off the ground and got famous that way. But do you really want to kind of leave your career in some bullshit? <laughs> Anyways, you were saying, Joe? Oh, God. Mm. So going from one jackass to the other, we can't get away from them. We've, no. got, we've been doing good. You're, two weeks. Two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks away but from This me. one's your favorite. <laughs> it's not Musk, is it? No, no, oh, thank no. God. It's uh, Bezos. <laughs> yeah. So did you know he has a super yacht? What's a super yacht? <laughs> Does it have a cape? <laughs> Is it a yacht with a cape? <laughs> it's the Robin of superhero right. <laughs> So it's so large that they had problems getting it past a Dutch bridge. That's what a super yacht is. <laughs> I'm pulling up a picture of it right now. And it looks like a baby Titanic. Looks like my entire apartment complex. <laughs> right. 
It's not a ditto. <laughs> it's 127 meters. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> and it costs $500 million. He overpaid. <laughs> it's called Ocean Co. No, that's the name of the company. Actually. Oh, that's okay. Um, Ocean Co. Selling Yacht. Sailing Yacht. Mm-hmm. Also known as Y721. Was reportedly commissioned by Amazon founder Jeff Bezos. It's the worst Star Wars droid name. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And is set to become the world's largest sailing yacht when delivered later this year. Unseating the current title holder, Sea Cloud. I'm going to pull up Sea Cloud. Yeah. (laughs) So the the bridge, right? Yes. (laughs) Has only 40 meters of clearance. Which would not be enough to accommodate the trio of masts on board of Y721. <laughs> so I just pulled up Sea Cloud, by the way, and it looks like literally somebody was like, I like the old school pirate ships, so I'm just going to make my yacht into a pirate ship. I see this thing. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we have Sea Cloud and we have. Why seven two one? Why the hell did you <laughs> name your boat that? <laughs> oh, right. Anyways, so you've got okay. So I'm gonna forget these words. So I'm just gonna sit there and call them Black Pearl and Titanic. There you go. So that's Titanic yeah, two point You could yeah, yeah. You could definitely figure out which one's which. <laughs> so the mayor of Rotterdam. Mm-hmm. The city the bridge resides in okay. has denied reports that the Dutch city would dismantle the the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> the Koningshaven Bridge. There you go. I think I said that right. I'll be the one to take that hit. <laughs> to allow Ocean Co's 127-meter uh, sailing yacht project to pass through. Can I note, too, this bridge is 140 years old. Okay. So, it's part of their history. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. So, Dutch... Uh, uh, Preservationists? Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah. Wow. My eyes crossed for a second. <laughs> That's my basic words. Yeah. <laughs> Said they will bombard Jeff Bezos's super yacht with rotten eggs if the city of Rot- Rotterdam does allow Bezos and Ocean Code to dismantle the bridge. That's <laughs> can, really literal. Can, can you imagine a whole bunch of <laughs> rotten eggs in yeah. Rotterdam? Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine just a whole bunch of Dutch people just ah! <laughs> throwing eggs at your yacht? <laughs> I think that caused a lot of rot. Damn! Oh. I'd watch it. Yes, I would. I would actually pay per view it. Yeah, I'd pay for it. Yep. <laughs> Live stream that shit. I'm just wondering how many. Like, once this actually clears and they actually, you know, because we've already seen pictures, you know, on Google Images of this uh, super yacht. I'm just wondering how many people are actually going to start modding this. <laughs> On certain game consoles, if they have the chance, like I would never want to see, you know. I just thought of Skyrim. Yeah, that's what I was getting ready to say. Yeah, same thing. I was, I was like, wow. 
What's that in the sky? It's a dra- No, it's a super yacht. <laughs> yacht born. Da, da, da. No. I'm just saying, like, as far as, um, like, with the mods and everything like that, like, some of the mods on Skyrim kind of scare me. Thomas the Train Engine comes to mind. <laughs> yeah, Macho Man. And yeah! Jeff Bezos. <laughs> I can just see that coming. Let me sell you some books. So, is the dragon going to start spouting Amazon Alexa? <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> so, to switch it up a little bit, uh, February's 2022 Nintendo Direct Recap just dropped, too, this week. Ah, yes. <laughs> uh, Nintendo had the Direct on Wednesday and dropped a few new nice announcements. Um, I will say ahead of time, everybody... Uh, if you want to see all the announcements, watch the recording on Nintendo's YouTube or through our sources link. You can check out our sources on Spotify's recording notes. Just to give that a heads up. Um, Chrono Cross was one of the big ones that got announced. Uh, Chrono Trigger pseudo-sequel Chrono Cross is getting remastered for the Nintendo Switch. It's scheduled to launch on April 7th. I'm kind of excited for that. I am too. Because mm-hmm. I never got to play that one. I played Chrono Trigger. Okay. Um, and I never was... It was on the PS1, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, I'm kind of excited to see that one. I didn't really get into the PS1 era. I went right into the PS2 later. Well, I will say this. Chrono Trigger still is holding its value, being on Super Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Like, that's when it was first you know, put out there. Chrono Cross is actually not one of the most sought after. Like, it's, it's, a, it's not a cheap game mm-hmm. as far as value... But it is definitely nowhere near the original Chrono Trigger value. Mm. And a lot of that has to do with gameplay. And, oh, yeah. you know, the rarity of it. You know, I understand that there's games out there that were horrible games. And they just become extremely rare because of their horribleness. <laughs> Chrono Cross is not one of those games. It was a it was e. a very good game. Stop it. It just didn't. <laughs> what was it? E.T. Ah, yes. <laughs> there's a reason it filled up the landfill. Oh, right. <laughs> But Chrono Cross, yeah, it's not. You can still find that pretty easily. Okay. Chrono Trigger would be a harder find for you, you know, with paying with not emptying out your entire wallet for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Chrono Cross, not that much. Another game that is extremely rare that they actually dropped as well, Earthbound. Oh yes. Mm. Uh, I'm talking about an expensive game. That's <laughs> an expensive game. Yeah. So Earthbound and Earthbound Beginnings are releasing on the Switch. They actually released the day they announced them. Later on that day. Nice. As, Nintendo likes to do with these directs is they're just they drop some pretty big thing and they're like oh it's coming up and now <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> so classic RPGs Mother known as into in the U S as Earthbound Beginnings and Earthbound which is the original one it was also known as Mother Two yep are coming to Nintendo Switch's retro libraries for the NES and Super NES respectively today or well Wednesday when it came out <laughs> right all right. Um, which, again, really good RPGs. Uh, I heard that the classic one was kind of iffy. Beginnings? Yes. Because uh, it was just them kind of getting their first legs into making RPGs. Right. Um, from watching the trailer that they put for this thing, they really hurt me on it. Because the way they were making it, build, building it up, was them sitting there and acting like, Oh, play, you know, present day, uh, Earthbound look back into the past and play the NES 
uh, Earthbound Beginnings, and I was sitting there like, oh, are they actually going to drop Earthbound two, uh, Earthbound 3 or Mother 3? <laughs> no. No, no, no. The game that's never going to come out in the U.S. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but another thing that's coming out, too, is Mario Kart 8 is getting a big DLC dump. <laughs> yeah, my daughter's going to enjoy that. <laughs> Uh, while Mario Kart fans were very much anticipating Mario Kart 9 during this Direct, they instead opted to announce that 48 remastered courses from all the Mario Kart series will be hitting the Mario Kart 8 Deluxe as paid DLC. Uh, get ready to say this one really fast. The Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass. Throughout this year, it'll drop... They're going to drop like maybe two or three circuits every couple of months if it's what I'm getting so it's about mm. six courses every two or three months until the end of the year oh okay uh, ending up with 48 and they're going to pull these and remaster them from all seven of the other games which will be interesting I'm kind of excited yeah I was going to say yeah. there's there's been a couple of iterations of Mario Kart so mm -hmm. I think they're even pulling from the phone app game and putting them into the actual racing game so I'm kind of excited to see how they set that up yeah um, but their big headliner topic, uh, they bo they did drop a, a new Kirby game that's coming out next month, if I'm correct, or later on this month. I'd have to look that one up again, but again, you can see that in the announcements, uh, for the, on their YouTube. But, uh, the other thing they announced was Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, it was announced and it's only a few months away. Uh, Nintendo revealed the sprawling open-world game to come out on the Switch in September of this year. Uh, okay. and it's one of their bigger games that have started coming out through the Switch. It started on the Wii, if I remember, in the Wii U. Yeah, so I was going to say the last time I played Xenoblade Chronicles would have been on Wii U. Mm -hmm. uh, I know they came out with Xenoblade Chronicles 2 on the Switch. And it is a really good game series mm -hmm. uh, for a JRPG. Uh, I highly recommend it. It's more of like a mix between RPG and action RPG. Um, but it's op it's pretty open world, and it's probably one of the best looking games on the Switch. So, okay. uh, take a look at that. It, and like I said, they have one and two on the Switch. One got remastered just, I think, a year ago. So Yeah, I believe you're right on that one. Uh, and again, both good games. Really long. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of long, JD, take me on a journey. Oh, a great journey. A walking journey. So much walking. So, so much walking. <laughs> uh, but you have to, to fork it up here, man. We got rights for this. So apparently, the rights to the Hobbit and Lord of the Rings movies and games are up for auction. <laughs> I'll pay a dollar for that. <laughs> so, an array of movie, merchandising, gaming, and live event rights to Lord of the Rings, The Hobbit, and other titles from author J.R.R. Tolkien are coming up for auction now that Saul Zantaz Company has decided to sell its Tolkien holdings. The Tolkien properties are projected to fetch about $2 billion. God. Uh, based on recent high valuations for top-tier IP and content producers. So, i got to point out here on this... Uh, they're only going for $2 billion. I know this This is saying, like, only. Right. <laughs> uh, when we were talking about, like, Activision and Bungie getting sold for double-digit billions. <laughs> right. What do you want, man? It's The Hobbit and Lord of the Rings. I wouldn't even pay a penny for this. <sighs> Ugh. Uh, 
So <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> no. Don't be a golem in this. Yeah, crib. don't. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, apparently, yeah, exactly. People are saying that Amazon is at the top of the list of prime candidates to pursue this additional uh, rights now head by Zantez and with making it with them making the upcoming Lord of the Ring trilogy series. So I don't know yeah. with this with the War of the Ring series. Right. I'm hoping they might get this one, but again, at the same time, just because this part's up, there is kind of a little bit of a a legal minefield with it because Warner Brothers still maintains film development rights because uh, you know New Line Cinema is under Warner Brothers, right? Um, so, eh. <laughs> They, they would get the rights to TV series, gaming, and all right. that stuff, but when it comes to the movies, it's all Warner Brothers. <laughs> but I'm just wondering where they're going to go with all this. You know, like you were saying, like Amazon was thinking about buying them up and everything like that. Like, I mean, I don't know what Bilbo Bezo- Bezos is thinking, but, you know, <laughs> or like, you know, Frodo Musk or whatever. Bezos Baggins? Yeah. <laughs> where are y'all going to go with this, guys? Just let it go. <laughs> and suck the wise. Yeah. <laughs> you shall not pass through meta. But this is going to be, you know, it's, it's one of those occasions where it's just going to be there's going to be so much money thrown around, but at the end of the day, when you look back on it, you're like, why? Well, it's almost like between the game companies buying up all the different uh, studios and then certain streaming services buying up all the IPs there, mm-hmm. it's like we're going to end up with two or three streaming services. And know, two or three and gaming two companies. two or three gaming companies. And soon, probably two or three movie companies. Right. Uh, Disney. <laughs> yeah, right. right. <laughs> uh, there's that picture that you can see if you look around on the internet of uh, people putting Mickey Mouse's face on Thanos with the Infinity Gauntlet, and each right. one of them is a company. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, You've oh, got another one to add. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, I guess other than that, we'll be right back. ROTG Gaming Studios presents the next generation in tabletop RPGs. Reality! Choose from four exciting classes that three can only be picked for the player character. Corporate, with a plus two in computer skills. College student, with a plus three in any knowledge tree of their choice, but a minus two in any money gathering skills. Hobo! Their excellent innate stealth skills are valuable for any party. Here is an example of gameplay from a recent campaign. You all enter your boss's office. He is not looking too happy. I ask for a raise! (gasps) Roll for initiative. I prepped a TPS report for my first ability. That's a nat one. You're fired. Reality, where permadeath is a feature, and it's always downhill from here. Yeah! Dice not included. Additional content needed, but sold separately. And we're back. Yay. 
<laughs> I'm still sad because of the whole... The last article, just... I don't know. Just like that whole entire movie series, just it just drains me. So draining. It oh, is. Yeah? yeah. That's... See, if I actually, you know, got back heavily into exercising, like I want to, you know... Everybody makes the point to sit there and say, my New Year's resolution is to, you know, lose this much weight or whatever like that. I see this on TV, and they just, like, you know, the two towers, return of the Jedi. I mean, yeah, there's only one return. It's of the Jedi people, not of the king. But after I sit there and watch that Return on TV, of the king came first. Doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> but they do so much walking in that movie, I'm like, I'm never going to reach that. So I, I just give up. Oh, yeah, that movie is morally defeating, and I don't even really think that Peter Jackson's whole ploy for that making that movie was going to be to defeat people that much. But I mean, you know, you also have movies like you know the Potter series and everything like that. So uh, I'm just saying, <laughs> fantasy to me, real just before we get on a discussion topic, fantasy to me. And my childhood would have been movies like Willow, Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, <laughs> which are all good. Yeah, Dark Crystal tried to come back. Yeah, <laughs> tried. Yeah. Actually, Willow's getting something on Disney Plus soon. Well, see, there you yep. go. You should watch that trailer. It's actually really hilarious. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, you know, these were the these were the fantasy movies that I grew up on. You know, I would even th- sit there and throw out Princess Bride. Yeah, that uh-huh. was a fantasy type movie. You know? But no. Yeah. Never-ending story. There you go. Yeah. Yes. With Falcor. Falcor. Yeah. Princess and the Bride. Huh? Princess and the Bride. Or oh, yeah. Princess we said Princess Bride. Bride. Princess yeah. Bride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. No, like... Anyway. Peter Jackson just had to screw it all up. <laughs> and I actually like Peter Jackson's work. I actually have a horror movie that he did called Dead Alive. Where there was gallons upon gallons upon gallons upon multiple gallons of blood used in this movie. <laughs> they really, all they did was use gallons of broken promises and bad decisions with Lord of the Rings, so. <laughs> That's just like your opinion, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Ouch. <laughs> <sighs> so what you got for us for a discussion? Well, the discussion topic is going to be kind of interesting with Valentine's Day coming up. Oh, love is in the air. Do, do, do. <laughs> You're the only one here that's married. Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of it's kind of mandatory for you. Uh, <laughs> what do you think? This this is where the discussion topic is going to kind of get intriguing. What do you think women really want? And I'm not talking about a shitty Mel Gibson movie. I'm talking about legitimately. What do you like? You know, from your perspective, what do you think women really want for Valentine's Day? I mean, y'all don't have the hesitate. Yeah. JD, I'm deferring to you. So the third has to go first here. Uh, well, I, gosh, this is like incriminating as hell. Oh. oh. No, I'm saying just like... For your special someone? Uh, here, I'll even make it a little bit more... You easier, to- easier question answer. No, no, no. Not no, less no. interrogation. No, <laughs> no. You still have to answer that. <laughs> but let's say, like, let's go ahead and throw it in there, like a an, an M Night Shyamalan twist. Oh, what did you miss? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Man, <laughs> <Peace> candy. Um, 
What would have, like, what do you think has been the best Valentine's Day gift that you've given? Whew. You Gosh. Can, you, can, you can buzz back over and refer back to Joe because he's kind of sitting there like him, looking like he has the idea. <laughs> well, um... Because we definitely have to agree that one year women have actually kind of changed their perspective on what they want on Valentine's Day. One year I did have flowers delivered to my wife. Okay. That were the exact same like bouquet of flowers that we had at our wedding. Oh. Hmm. Okay. You, you so, just lay it on thick, yeah. don't you? Yeah. <laughs> But as far as what I think women want, flowers, chocolates, edible panties. Panties, sir. Yeah. Edible panties. 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 Yes. <laughs> Said no woman ever. <laughs> we, went from, we went from aww, aww, yeah. to classy. Because... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, with the edible panties and everything, that's like basically looking at your wife or significant other and being like, here's a box of fruit roll-ups. <laughs> I love you, honey. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, well, um, when it comes to, like, I've had a couple of things, I guess, I've done that have been really nice. I've taken, like, some of my dates I, I, I've had, uh, I've taken them out to dinner. Personally, for me, I think that they would just like having a nice little moment of like taking a walk on the day, just relaxing, hanging out, just talking. You know, just, I don't know. Do you want my real answer as far as why I think women want for Valentine's Day? Shoot. Don't don't actually shoot, but shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Gun's not on me. Uh, Thank God. (laughs) It's actually in the bedroom with his wife right now. Yes. He might want to watch what he says. (laughs) You are being (laughs) surveyed in this one. (laughs) Honestly, I think it's just anything you can do to make them feel appreciated. Yes. Okay. Whether that's, like JD said, taking them for a walk, relaxing Netflix and chill you know <laughs> see I've heard this term a lot Netflix and chill usually no, it means don't. Yeah. No, no usually no. means you know eight nine months later eight nine months later you're paying for another Netflix account uh-huh. <laughs> adding another profile on there <laughs> but uh that was that was for my birthday, sir. <laughs> no, as you said there, I think it's, to me, uh, Valentine's Day is a day to make your significant other feel special. Have just like a day for them to relax. Have yeah. Just have fun. Go do something special that you wouldn't do on a regular day. Yeah. Just the extra thing, like go to a really fancy restaurant or something. Mm-hmm. I hate to sit there and say it, kind of Valentine's Day is kind of a merchandise day, but... It is, uh, it is a very consumer holiday. <laughs> I tell you what, a lot, of people don't actually like, a lot of people don't like to actually celebrate Valentine's Day because they see the consumerism. Yeah, it. Yes. it actually makes them more mad. Right. My daughter's class at school, she... 
Her teacher didn't tell us until yesterday that the Valentine's Day party was today. Do you know how freaking hard it is to get cards and candy a couple days before Valentine's Day for a for 19 kids? <laughs> no. <laughs> I I don't. <laughs> I, I kind of do on this one. Yeah. I've helped my sister with her kids. <laughs> yeah, it's hell on earth. <laughs> I actually, like, I mean, being diabetic and everything like that, I used to enjoy Valentine's Day a lot because, A, I... You like sweets? Exactly. Yeah. So I would wait until after Valentine's Day because they knock everything much. 50% off on everything Valentine's Day game wise. <laughs> so I would, that's when I would go to stores and go down the aisle and be like... Yeah. It, uh, pardon the pun. Right at this point, it is kind of the sweet spot <laughs> <laughs> where you're getting the discount for Valentine's God. Day. <laughs> and you're getting the beginning of Easter candy, too, at the same time. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> the sweet spot. The one, the, jackass. The, the one thing that I enjoy about those two being so close is the fact that, you know, I don't know if there's a lot of our listeners out there that are Peeps fans, but I really enjoy Ooh, the candy oh Peeps gosh. because I enjoy not really enjoying them like by themselves, but since they are marshmallows, essentially, when you put them into a microwave and turn it on. Yes, it's hilarious. It is hilarious. You can actually have Peep fights. Peep joust. So, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I'm doing anything with my significant other, it's staying in front of a microwave for <laughs> hours watching Peeps fight. Hey, honey, Peep joust day. Right. <laughs> I'm betting on Yellow Bunny against Yellow Bird. <laughs> well, pink see, Bunny. Pink Bunny. There are pink and yellow. <laughs> yes. You sound yellow. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you sound like one of those, like, as you get older, like elderly and stuff, and you have, like, your little Monday through Sunday, like, pill dispensary plastic thing or whatever like that it's gonna be like oh, i'm gonna have pink today for breakfast and some blues we don't need to hear about your morning you shut up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this year i officially say goodbye to my 30s so you can kiss my no anyways <laughs> makes no. you uh only 10 years younger than uh giant oxo yeah, you know what I want to do for Valentine's Day? <laughs> I want Joe to disappear and you never hear from him again. <laughs> it's going to be red, and I'm not taking about roses. <laughs> so I guess since you all have answered what you all expect, you know, you're sending others that, that what they would want on Valentine's Day. Um, I I look at Valentine's Day as a very commercialized... Yeah, you it know, is. It's not even really truly a holiday. It's right. just something that is celebrated by certain people, or some people actually, not certain, but some. Uh, I have done the nice things before. I do remember back in, um, and this is not me pandering for a compliment or anything like that, but I do remember being in school um, back in like elementary. Shut your face. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a loud bang. It's going to be me throwing your head into the, don't do it. Do not do it. No, no, we're not testing. Yeah, let's not do that. It's not a good vibe. Don't you do it. <laughs> so, but does everybody remember like when you were in like the like middle school, elementary, elementary to middle school years or whatever? But the like for Valentine's sort Day, of. you would have like secret admirers, possibly. Like yeah. you would have mm-hmm. like you would come in from lunch or recess, and 
you would have like a couple of Valentine's Day cards. Yeah, yeah. You know, being like, "Well, you been my Valentine and everything." That's how I kind of looked at the rest of my life going for Valentine's Day. And when I stopped receiving random, you know, secret admirer <laughs> cards, I was like, "Oh man, screw this holiday," or whatever. So I kind of stopped celebrating it. I kind of sit there and I was like, you know, it's, it's almost. I don't know. It's like you said, chocolate, flowers. These are things that are expected. Like these are the the go to things. Yeah. Right. I just you know let's let's be a little bit more unique. Yeah. And try to, you know, like make certain things. You know, if you really want to show your significant other, or you know, if you're married and you don't want to get divorced. Or whatever, because, you know, the rest of the year besides Valentine's Day, you, you know, haven't really came through. Just, I, I guess what a woman really wants, like J.D. had said, like, I agree with him, like, they want to be noticed. Mm -hmm. They want to be, you know, just, like, as you'd put it. Yeah. You know, like, sit down, let them talk to you. Like, you just kind of sit there and just kind of let them... You know, let everything out. Maybe something's bothering them. Maybe their job is not the best, you know? Maybe life has just been kind of kicking them. Yeah. And it's good to be listened to and, and genuinely know that somebody cares about you. That's one thing. But as far as if you were to get something as far as a gift, like, I don't know. I actually, I think I gave a girl one time, um, what are the things that grow in driveways? Like they're ah, uh, uh, where are they? They're not carnations, but mushrooms. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's classy. A, it's it's the one thing where it's like uh, I don't know. You can like rip it out of the ground and then just sprinkle a little water on it, and it continuously survives. Mushrooms? No, dandelion? Huh? Dandelion? Possibly. I think yeah. I think that's very close. Is it the yellow or is it the yellow looking flower? Yeah. A dandelion. Yeah. Well, you have that, and then you also got the, uh, like, I've given a girl a weed before, you know, out of my driveway or whatever, because those yeah, things... Yeah, that's a dandelion. Yeah, th they yeah. don't die. So it's like, here you go. Yeah, they're invincible. Yeah, you could actually <laughs> hand it to them with it not alive and be like, I just sprinkle some water on it. Throw in a cup of <laughs> whatever. It gets better. Yeah, it does. It just, you know, it, re it reverts back to, you know, just being annoying. Oh. So, you know, but that I was just kind of thinking outside of the box. I'm not kidding. I actually did this, as <laughs> shitty as that sounds. But, yes, I have been that guy that has actually sit there and went out, did the box of chocolates, did the stuffed animal, did the flowers, you know. But I've also been that person that got a bouquet of flowers just because it was Tuesday. It doesn't have to be for Valentine's right. Day, you know. But a lot of people that I've talked to now, you know, they don't want something like a bouquet of flowers because... One, may, maybe A, they don't have time to take care of it. B, it's going to die anyways. Yeah. So it's like, you know, be a little bit more inventive. Mm -hmm. Buy him a car. I was going to buy Bezos' uh, Titanic. <laughs> Titanic 2.0? Yes, the, the Y217 y or whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> Again, the worst droid name. <laughs> right. Because I'm just saying, like, you present that to somebody and being like, look, you can seven, live two, on one. this. Yeah. Seven, well, two, you can seven, live two, on this, one. You can live on this ship and not ever have to get off of the ship, ever. <laughs> <laughs> Everything will be on this ship. As long as you don't run into small 200-year-old bridges. 
You'll be fine. <laughs> right. Or in the case of Titanic 2.0, another iceberg. It's, yeah, exactly. An iceberg, yes. <laughs> who, who needs radar? <laughs> just, just if you see something glistening in snow, just float away. And go, don't eat y- the yellow snow. Yeah, go the yeah. other way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're completely going off a Valentine's Day topic. <laughs> but, <laughs> but good life advice. Yes. Commit grand. Uh, what would that be? It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be Grand Theft Auto. What would it be? Grand, grand Theft, Theft yeah, Yacht? Grand Theft Marina? <laughs> well, I mean, in mentioning that, I guess the discussion topic, I mean, I know it was short and everything, but as, like I said, with Valentine's Day coming up, you know, hopefully you have some good ideas. Maybe something that will kind of surprise your significant other um, because it's not something part of the norm. But going back to the Grand Theft Auto or the Grand Theft Marina or... Sounds like a really good video game. The, right. The Grand Theft, the Grand Theft Fishing. <laughs> Speaking of Grand Theft Auto... Oh. oh yeah. We actually have someone who was actually on Twitch... Yes. Who was actually uh, streaming and actually kind of mentioned us in his stream. Yeah. So kind of want to show the same love and give a shout out to him. Yes. Yeah. So he is uh, Dracoon the Wargamer. Ooh. Yeah. Which you can find in our uh, link down in the bottom. We'll put his uh, link to his Facebook page down there. Yep. On our uh, Spotify. Yep. Uh, I would. Yeah. Yeah, I'd definitely say check it out. Uh, yeah, definitely. Thank you for uh, promoting us. Yes. Definitely. Much appreciated. And if we need your help to take down Bezos, mm-hmm. we will definitely be in contact. Yes. <laughs> uh, we must fight through the metaverse. God. <laughs> You're on on that one. <laughs> no. I, I, don't, I, I don't, need help. I don't, I don't want them to. So I was, I was sitting in my bedroom a couple of nights ago, and Google, I have a Google Mini. Like a Google Home or whatever. Okay. And I don't know if it's Meta. I don't know if it was the Zuck. I don't know if it was, you know, if it's Musk or whatever. I wouldn't put it past him. But sure enough, it just kind of turned on its own and looked at me and told me what my name was. <laughs> I didn't really freak out or anything. I just kind of turned and it was like, yeah, what's up? And then it just it got quiet again. It hasn't done it since. But it does kind of get to that point to where everything is always listening to us. I have a story that's pretty creepy if you want to get to that. One last creepy, uh, always connected spy cam that we love. (laughs) If we musk. Yeah. So my friend had uh, one of these, I forget the name of him, but it looks like a little robot that's mixed with a little like bulldozer looking thing. Yeah, I've seen those. You've seen those, mm-hmm. okay? Where it's supposed to like play with a little cube. Yep. And, but it's connected to the Alexa um, stuff because you can use it to basically be like an Amazon Alexa. Um, yeah, it's a desktop. Yeah, is what it is. So me and because it also like it'll take pictures and stuff. It it's just a little robot that does everything. Mm-hmm. So, we were all sitting together, and one of our friends, he's an older gentleman uh, that we were hanging out with, 
uh, he was talking about like medical stuff, issues and everything. And in the middle of him talking about a certain medical issue, the thing got off its dock, moved over to him, did a snapshot sound, and then moved back into its dock. Oh, God. <laughs> Needless to say, my friend sold that the next week. <laughs> yeah. I, I would like to say I'm kidding about it, but it, it seemed like it got to that point. <laughs> I would have I would have bought it from him. I named it Skynet. <laughs> <sighs> but I guess if we've said everything, yeah, I think that's all we got this week. As always, everybody, like, comment, and follow our Facebook and Instagram, Republic of the Geek. If you like this podcast, support us through our Gen X Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/GenXPodcast, and Anchor.fm/slash/GenX, as well as through our Twitch channel that you're listening right now. If you're live, uh, every little bit helps. Thanks, everyone. Bye. See ya.